Hello. Yeah, I'm going to do another little recording. Hopefully we'll get somewhere with it. Um, the, as I listen to what I think, I, I'm wondering, uh, like, does this mean anything to any of you guys? Like, it's, some of it is, I'm sure, a little bit interesting, or maybe not. I don't want to bore you, but the thing is, maybe just, like, some people might understand eventually about what, what I'm talking about, but at the moment, it does seem like I'm just talking and talking and talking, and I am. But, so, like, what are we talking about? What's the go again, again and again? Let me introduce this again. Sooner or later, I'll just nail it. But I, I want my words to make meaning to you, to make you you clarify the things that you might be confused about. All right, so okay, what's the what's the truth then? What what's the what's the truth? What's it going to do for us? What why has it been talked about for so long? How, how come everyone gets on the internet and goes, the truth is da 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 da. The truth will help you. The truth is. Always important. Yeah, well, the truth is important because why? Well, let's let's uh, let's just make this analytical, okay? If you you're a uh, a person who's making predictions every day about your life, okay, and to do that you use knowledge, okay? Knowledge is a mental construction that you have in your mind where you arrange these propositions and these identities into these sensible equations whereby you have you're making predictions they're sort of laws they're basically laws that aren't true or you know relatively true they they include laws that and they're just all attained to being absolutely true and you, you use those uh, laws, those those propositions to predict your future. And what does predicting your future entail? Well, it means you you're obviously not wanting to suffer, are you? So that's what you do with your mind. You you predict the future, and you use those predictions to avoid pain and arrange freedom. Um, and it just so happens that uh, you have this problem that. Uh, you want pleasure as well as freedom, okay? And so you sort of have to trade off a bit of that freedom for that pleasure and you make a bit of a deal about what, how much, you know, like how far you're going to go down the pleasure road and when do you need to, uh, you know, go back, get a bit more freedom. Okay, so we've got this duality going on. That's the duality between this freedom and this pleasure, okay? Now... Before you get on my case, let's say, okay, this is a this is a duality. Yes, of course, there's freedom in pleasure and there's pleasure in freedom, and so it is, and this is life. But we are still, you know, fundamentally dealing with that issue. Okay, and this is the great religious drama. This is the 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 sound advice or spiritualist grant. I mean, in degrees, but still we have this issue. I mean. How is that ever going to work for us? Because, I mean, yeah, we'll get a bit of freedom, but surely we're going to trade it in again anyway. So, 
All right, so, but uh, what were we talking about? So, yes, so you have this knowledge you want and the truth, and you want this knowledge to uh, make predictions for you that'll help you out, and then you, you're looking at this, uh, quite often you're looking at this equation, do I do this work? Do I perform this duty? Do I spend this wealth? Do I tempt, am I tempted by this pleasure? Okay. Now, the that can be pleasure. There's fame and there's power, and these are different types of ambitions we have related to various possible achievements we might have. Like, there's not an endless um, amount of categories for our the directions in which we pursue our ambitions. I mean, we pursue them outward. We pursue them inward. We pursue good. That what we conceive of as the good, we we follow, we pursue, we want to pursue our duty. We want to be a good mother. We want to be a good father. We also want to be rich, and we want to be famous, maybe, or we want to be whatever we want. We find that there's contradictions. Uh, we have to balance those opposites, and so the the knowledge comes in and says to us oh this is this is the result you will get from your activity all right now that knowledge then we we have it, it's all abs it's all language but it, it, it's informed by science it's informed by the senses and it can be informed by the scriptures it can be informed by the soul it can be informed by the conscience it can be informed by the heart the love affairs we have going on them now we are we are using that knowledge and then the faulty those knowledge are propositions the they come in and they they suggest to us you know such and such will happen occur da, 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 da. but like if we if we have the wrong the wrong propositions the the not truth right the basically to the extent that they're true or untrue those predictions will be uh, reliable and if they're not then you know like we can't suggest that we we are in control of our destiny which no one really can because knowledge is a very huge you know like infinitely complex affair so what we're doing here is though we're taking it to its fundamental aspects right because this is what people want to know right now not every one instant of when this molecule will go to this molecule or whether or not this rabbit's going to jump down this hole or that hole all right so so the um the end result of you having false predictions uh faulty predictions is suffering all right now this is important because there's a lot of people out there handing out crap advice a lot of advice a lot of a lot of, you know, well-meaning but not essentially sound knowledge, right? So to um, hello, hang on. Right. So to uh, to have the truth. It's basically the foundation for your knowledge. You, you've got to, you can use that truth. You can, you can use that truth because it, it, 
like a truth is a simple affair, simple really, but the the knowledge is is more than that. It's it's it attains to the truth. You need to have the truth and the untruth to understand knowledge. To get knowledge is to understand the opposites. Okay, that's your dualities and your um, you know how to synthesize your dualities, how to how to unify. And so that's what I'm doing here. And uh, you know you're sitting here going, oh yeah, whatever, boring, maybe. But I'm saying to you like, uh, actually qualified. I've got uh, I've got good reason for being here. I, I sort of know what I'm doing here, and uh, and you probably don't think this. Maybe you think this is important, or maybe you don't. And I'm saying to you, well, I've got an idea about what's going on here, and see, we're all uh, we're all under a big cloud in degrees. So we think we think we understand everything, but we. We know we can tell the difference between this and we can tell the difference between that. And I'm saying, well, whatever you think, whatever you reckon, okay, I'm going to, um, I'm just suggesting to you that, like, here's something actually super, like, important. It's just going to ro- roll out that way in time and, you know, like, so I want you to, to um, make a choice, you know, like, are you going to, are you going to take me seriously or are you going to write me off and uh, just go, oh, yeah, yeah, another guy, rah, rah, okay. So, you know, like, make your decisions, make your, make your choices about how you're going to take me, how you're going to, what you're going to, um, how, how much uh, regard you're going to to afford the things I'm telling you because I'm, I'm suggesting to you that, you know, like it's not going to hurt you a great deal. Just stick with it and sort of try and as I talk, like my little voice is here going to be liberating you and it, it doesn't seem that way just yet, but it's like, it can't not be like it, it'll slowly the all the misconceptions will start to crumble and then there will be an effect here. There'll be a, be something. It's not because this is not because of my ego. This is just because of where, where I'm from. Where, what of, where all this emerges from? What who who's who's in, who's doing this? Who's who's telling me what to say or who's pushing me forward? Okay. If it wasn't for the Lord, you know, you wouldn't get the effect of the Lord. You wouldn't get the the Lord's blessings, but. I'm just like in the middle of that, okay? I'm not taking credit for it, but I'm just saying, like I got nowhere else to go with it. My mind can't um, come up with another solution, and uh, so I'm saying, well, I, even I don't know how that's going to feel for you. I don't know how that's going to manifest, but we will manifest something. Will manifest, and then you, you'll be uniquely experiencing it. Because I'm not going to own it. You're going to own it. So look. That'll be, you know, something. It's just like association. It's a bit of association with sadhus. And and what am I? Am I a sadhu? Kind of am. Yeah. I mean, really, just a a really hard to understand sadhu. He doesn't sort of. I mean, 
not to understand what I'm saying, just to understand how I could be a sadhu. Who, who's this guy? Like, he doesn't have this traditional personality type, maybe. Okay? Now, I know there's, there's a lot of sadhus in the world, and they're all actually quite worth, a lot of them, most of them are quite you know, that's what you want, who you want to be associating with. Sadhu just means a spiritualist. A sadhu is a person who's engaged in in yoga. And this is this is to divide. I'm saying the the yogi is the renunciation. He, he's embracing the renunciation. He's not he's not he's not being his arm bent to twisted and saying you must renounce. He's actively pursuing that renunciation. Now there's other sorts of people, which is most of us in the world, and we are the bogies, which is the uh, the enjoyers. Okay, it's just most of most of us. Like, and then the rogies, and this is when your enjoyment phase starts to collapse, right? And this happens every every lifetime. It happens every day. You go to sleep, but it mean so you go through your life. You you start out. In a, in a relative position, you know, you come out of this duality, you, you meet these others, you gain this knowledge, with that you reach this potential, your body reaches a form, this is all to the, to the purpose mostly of enjoying, okay, so of course you're not just out enjoying, you're managing this renunciation, okay, that's, that's what we do, everyone, all of us. Every day, every moment of our life is is just a relative renunciation as opposed to enjoyment, okay? As we, uh, let's just think about as old age, as we age, we become unable to enjoy, unable to enjoy the way we anticipated it to be in the in the past when we were young for we had so much time to enjoy those things okay now you might want to plant an uh i don't know a tree let's say a tree that bears fruit in 15 years okay with the most beautiful fruit in the world now when you're young you think yeah i'll do that i'll plant that plant your trees and then when you're old you know you're thinking okay what's the point when Maybe you're 80. I mean, what's the point in planting a tree now? Because you can't expect the same things. This is the midlife crisis. Of course, humans understand this. That's why they get depressed about it. There's a certain amount of uh, depression. Like, this is uh, despair and humility that comes with old age. And there's a certain amount of anxiety maybe that comes with the youth because the youth is experiencing everything for the first time it's encountering its emotions it doesn't know that they'll come and go in various you know less dramatic ways as they get older so there's three i'm i'm saying in this life there's four five points i want you to think of okay that's birth and then there's a there's a a peak in the mode of passion, we're calling that uh, like 20 years old, 18, teenage years to 20, say, like your youth, 
particularly, we're calling that you, the middle of your use between your birth and your prime, all right? And we have your prime right at that point when you've got, you're having that baby, you've, you've met that partner, you're buying that house, you're doing the whole, you know, fulfilling your destiny drama. This is you at your peak. Now, you may well fail at that or you may achieve all that success. So it de depends how you play the game. And then we have after that, uh, which in which you become an older person, you know, like, so, um, you know, like, so you're, you're going to get to the middle of your old age, somewhere about 65 or 60, 70, I don't know. And so this is, this is when the, um, this is the mode of ignorance. And this ignorance is entropy, which is the inertia of this universal drama, which is the d disordering principle we call that destruction. Okay, we have this creation first, destruction. So that, so we've got birth, youth, prime, old age, and then what, what? What's next? You know, death. Okay, so the the cycle through life is is that which we experience in a. Um, oh my God! I got two percent power. Okay, look, I'm going to oh, I'm going to go plug this stupid thing in. Okay. All right, so you've got you've got that um that issue going on that you're going to die. All right? And we think, "Oh, you know, this is a this is a, a traumatic for us whether or not we understand where, what's going on. Is this like is this the end for us?" Yeah, you know, like that's what human beings have to face and they do that by gaining knowledge to understand various people tell them things about what's true what's untrue and they believe them etc etc and they behave accordingly sometimes in desperation according to whether or not they are going to have another chance or they're going to be you know so what i'm saying to you is this is a cycle of birth and death uh, like the whole the whole drama is is elegant and like it's no different from your every day you know you, you don't get desperate every day that you're going to sleep so you shouldn't like you so to embrace this renunciation to to play this game uh with with intelligence one has to know the truth about it and then unlocking those secrets unlocking those mysteries right you you have a a very heightened predictive capacity such as that you can not only make scientific physical predictions or Whatever you can also make your ethical predictions, and, and eventually, you know what will satisfy you. So I mean, you've really got nothing to lose because, in this world, it doesn't matter so much. I mean, you're you're really here looking for ecstasy, uh, and that's not low-grade ecstasy either, because that isn't even enough. You're looking for these. Uh, 
this higher, higher, whatever it is, but you are still looking for this happiness, okay? We'll call it bliss. So this bliss, um, well, you've got nothing to lose by having the intelligence because you're only going to find um, dissatisfaction if you're not employing the... Um, if you're not subtly understanding what satisfy you as a human being and to understand that you must understand what you are, I mean, not what, or who you are, what, what, why is this dissatisfaction? Why is the whole world dissatisfied? What, what are they dissatisfied? What, what is, what is getting missed? What are they all looking for? You know, they're all looking for love, right? And it's a word that we all use. We don't, we don't know how to define it. I'm not going to define it because, I mean, why do we have to define love? Let's just understand that it's 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 not just any of these. It's the middle of all this that we're talking about. That we we're going, we're talking about you moving around through these stages. And what is that all about? That's all about a, a love machine. It's all about holding you. In as you go about to explore each again and again into the world, looking for whatever it is you you have latent desires, minim, tiny desires, and, and you, you you just like you do every day, work for that freedom, and you gain that freedom, you spend that freedom, you enjoy that freedom, and then you suffer relative to the nature of what it is you sought to taste, sought to own, sought to be. So, I mean, you're not going to lose by having knowledge. I, I mean, you can lose by having knowledge, but, I mean, you're not going to lose with the truth so much because, like, you have to have this complete knowledge. You don't want to have... You don't want to be going through the world going, I have knowledge and it's not complete, okay? Which is why I keep... Uh, saying to you about the saints, okay, because they have mastered this game, um, and they didn't. They're not doing it for themselves, like a you know, like a new age guy. They they're just naturally situated. I mean, it's very hard to arrange that. You can't arrange it so much. So so what you you got to know is that um, all right. You know, it seemed like you could arrange it, but you can't arrange for your own. Non-duplicitousness. You can't arrange for your own sincerity. Because you go looking for it. You, really, the game, the trick, okay, or the... The approach is to find the saints and associate with the saints. And don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about trying to arrange your own sainthood. Just know that if you are in their association, you've made a great achievement. You've made a, you've done an amazing thing. You've done something that are, you see that, Others who are involved in the the grand drama that like skillful at are are going to see 
you have a qualification there just by your association with these beings uh, that are, you know, greatly regarded by all and sundry, not just the, the gods, but by men and by yourself. But to find these saints, you need then to know where, where, what, how, what would they be teaching, what will they look like? Okay, and I'm saying to you, Like that old drama that I'm explaining to you that um, the way in which to kind of hack samsara is um, like I'm, I'm, I'm saying don't take your knowledge just but use knowledge to, to, to become in the right place to understand the philosophical ideas that are the most sort of evolved um, because, I mean, even religiously, amongst the religions, and then also, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm explaining this, find like a map, a set of coordinates where to find the saints. And I'm suggesting here, here, here with this knowledge I'm making prediction or here, Look here, look there. You know? So yeah, look. And I'm saying first, I'm saying yeah, look to these religious people because they're spiritualists with faith in God. So you want to understand them because they they have this premise, which is true, that there is there is a soul, there is a there is a God, there is a a, a purpose and a meaning to this life, and the purpose and meaning to this life is to find that purpose and meaning to this life, perhaps. But yeah, well, I mean you. Other than that, what are you going to do? What are you going to tell me? You know, like, oh, yeah, okay. no, no, no. Why would a spiritualist, can you prove, you're saying you're going to prove that to me or what? I don't know. But I'm saying to you, what are you going to find a scientist who's going to give you lasting satisfaction? You're going to find a philosopher who's got it worked out? You found one. I mean, you're not going to, really not going to do a great deal better than what I'm giving you here philosophically. But spiritually, well, yeah, you can do do a lot better. And so you are... But the philosopher should be pointing at them because the philosopher is supposed to have the knowledge. And if they're not, they're just confused. If they're at the university, you know, talking about a whole bunch of secular crap anyway because they're scared of religion, then what are they? They're not real philosophers. They're sort of bogus philosophers. They're pretend philosophers. They're, they're philosophers who the world has come and... The world owns. The world doesn't own me as a philosopher, okay? I'm God's philosopher. I, I'm working for him. And because he is true, okay? There, ain't nothing, there isn't anything going to change about the truth or like reality. There's no... You've only got doubt or faith to throw at this question. And both we find in a duality relative to an ontology, yeah, I'm saying that's a philosophical truth, right? That's true, right? You have faith, you have reason, you have doubt. So what are you employing? Which one are you going to employ? Because all you're going to do is find what you what you already believe because of your doubt is there, you know? You know, your doubt is there to look at the world, um, but you apply it to your soul, and your faith is there to to look at your soul, but you're, you know, 
but you apply it to the world. I'm saying swap that situation around. This is a spiritual position. This is a spiritual advice. This is the message in the scriptures. This is the protocol. This is all that's been spoken of so much. All of human spiritual traditions, no matter what religion we're talking about, the same essential philosophical message is coming through. It does vary depending on what they believe the nature of the reality is. And all men are deluded in relative degrees, even the spiritualists. So, you know, they think that they all have the absolute truth and some of them sort of have a lot of it, but not all of it, or not, depending on how how effective the advice they give you actually will be. Now, um, so, what was I just saying? Alright, so, so you find that truth, you find someone like me, kind of handy to bump into if, if you can um, find someone like me, which has been hard to find someone like me, right? Even and somebody can um, not just give you religion, right? They've got to be uh, giving you philosophical rationalism, uh, science as well, and so this is a broad type of intellectual that I am, um, which is I don't seem, you know, especially you know intellectual in the same sense I mean they have to try harder than I do because they have less content they have less imagination creativity they have less knowledge okay although they 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 seem to have this great knowledge they have this specific knowledge they still get smashed against the rocks as they try to unify it or explain it god or any of these things that they want to try and explain all right and so All I'm really saying is this is the this is the spiritual um, knowledge um, which you know like humans in their wisdom have now decided quite often have decided oh well like we're gonna we're gonna either fire hose that away and say like oh look look at us look we've, we've found black holes with collided hadrons we are we are the the beings with knowledge, not these goat herders and these stupid books and these arguments. And then they produce a whole bunch of fallacious, uh, sort of, which sound very reasonable arguments about God, like where is God? Why isn't God doing this? And why isn't God doing that? Rah, rah, rah. So yeah, and we and we all do that. All even us spiritualists, all of us, we all go, you know, come on, you know, what's with this baby murdering? you know, earth and this, this warfare and this cruelty and this horrible stuff going on down here, you know, what's with it? And so it is with, uh, with us that we, we take God to task about it. We say, what, you know, what are you doing? You know, we're trying really hard here. We're all suffering, but why are you sitting on your cloud? All right. So that's the, that's sort of a pretty common complaint that human beings have with the Lord and the non-believers take it you know but what it is is we can't do that because we are alive okay we, we at this moment if we we look at it right now we are alive okay we, we're experiencing this amazing experience of Satchit Ananda and being awareness bliss we are being knowing and doing 
Okay, this is what's valuable. We are the ones who have all these ambitions too. We are the ones who want this and want that. And we are the ones who want to preserve our family. We, we're the ones who want to preserve what's valuable, okay? We're the ones who want to have love in the world, in the universe or whatever. We're the ones who want a highest good, the beautiful things. Yet, our decisions are you know, relatively um, able to achieve that now. Our, of course, we've been born, but who said we didn't want to be? I mean, who's to know that who decided upon our life? We think God did it, okay? But really, we decide upon these these sufferings. We we line them up and we go, I can take this, I can take it, I, I can I can do this, I can go through it. And, and God's going, no, I don't think so. I mean, that's a bit too painful for you now, isn't it? Because we, in our other life, in our spiritual, in our after death, we've got the opposite idea, okay? We're not here to enjoy, we're here as yogi, yogi. Like the yogi is thinking, oh, I want, I want this renunciation. And so we, we design these lives a little bit in, in our wisdom for ourselves. And we, we don't, we go, oh, but I, I, can, I can manage this. It was like a, we have a little conference about these things, and we decide, oh, we're the ones saying, oh, I want to do, I want this, this hardship sometimes, okay? Not all of us. Some, some of us, oh, I want this enjoyment, or I want this, and you can do that or whatever. But these are how we, we have to imagine ourselves in a totally different state of mind than what we are now, like with a different set of ontologies appearing apparent right now of course this seems like the nature of our existence is all we could possibly be physical so why would we why would we you know have this renounced mood but then after that after that's over which it is and we must admit that it does end it it has fault at its core it can't it's a temporal arrangement, and that is arranged in degree, degrees of temporality, because such and such to occur, this condition, this condition, suffering needs occur, okay? And we're the ones who, who want the suffering. We're the ones who are ready to accept it. Yeah, okay, our cultures are accepted, oh yeah, okay, but not all our cultures are accepted to the same degree and not all our all of us accept it to the same degree. We should not accept it. We should not accept suffering as a as a reality of this physical, not this physical, but this this universe, this life. Okay, this life doesn't have to be mundane. It doesn't have to be full of suffering. It doesn't have to be disappointing. Okay, and so we have faith in that that and that then we accept the sufferings of this world as as reason, as good reason for us to renounce the world. You know, this is the spiritualist position. We don't take it... I mean, I do this much. I, I get miserable about it, about this suffering and this um, these failures, you know. But such is life. The spiritualist is more... Like... We think 
the Lord would favour us, what would the Lord do? Would the Lord make us rich? Would the Lord give us beautiful women and fast cars and, you know, full bank accounts and fancy clothes? Yes. Is this what we is this what we seek, you know? Or or would this love come in a different way? I mean would this love come in a way is designed to lead us away from all forms of suffering because certainly the the cars and the lifestyles only going to you know either accumulate karma or end in despair so why would a, a loving uh, benefactor arrange our suffering for us we don't arrange our own children's suffering we don't say to our children here look take this crack cocaine it'll make you feel great for 20 minutes uh, we, don't, we don't say here here's a cigarette you smoke one of these it'll make you feel good for a few minutes or here drink this alcohol like in, in about 20 minutes you'll be feeling great for about 30 minutes and then you'll start falling over and getting drunk. No, we don't do that as parents because we love those beings. So we we hope that they are more renounced than ourselves. We would hope for more than us. We still want them to enjoy the things of life, but in moderation a little bit. And such it is. So it is with the Lord. So it is with the Lord that he doesn't grant us our faulty desires grant us the the ability to fulfill all our desires because i mean as soon as we get upset with someone what would our desires be i mean what what in our anger would would be would life be if we were able to get everything we want this is what we have to be careful of as spirituals because we grow in this power such that our our curse is is dangerous and our our blessing is powerful too, but our with that comes our curse. And so if we are uncontrolled, if we are unrestrained, if we are blaming others for this and blaming others for that, then we are also more dangerous. Okay, so... So what it is is that you want to understand... A lot of things really easily i mean you don't want to have to work too hard and quite often making your way through theology scripture and trying to understand that all is quite difficult so i'm trying to make it easy by giving you the geometry of it all such as you can have that in mind you can you can imagine a shape you can know that the the ideas are around some sort of an outside and you're on the inside uh you can you can believe in one over the other in relative degrees. You just can't, even with your mind, consider one to the exclusion of another. And and so it is that whatever is to be in this field is is in these relative degrees. We pursue this, we pursue that. We are moving in relativity towards the thing that we pursue and that will have its qualitative effect, whether or not it's good, bad, neutral, causes anxiety depression vanity it does all come down to what it is we're pursuing you know like we take the bait and we we are we we hit the weather we hit the weather of of where we're rowing our boat you know like we're rowing our boat too and in that that environment in that territory 
we encounter things because we're progressing even not just in and out away from love and to love we're, we're progressing in a direction around love that is the great progression the arrow of time the, the movement from birth to death from death to birth is that arrow okay the movement from male to female from coming to going all that okay so that is that is what i'm trying to explain to you so that you can just picture that in your mind and know know these these modes know these this triguna tattva because i honestly don't understand why the world is so immune from it 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 seems like you know like I just I want to just call out all the bogus of the of the knowledge people in this world and say to you like they are they're just not giving you what they should be giving you if they were the real deal and and I'm saying to you like well I'm giving you I'm going to give you something so easy for you to understand such as a, a child can understand it so which you will use to gain to have all sorts of knowledge to to have this real knowledge I'm going to solve all these philosophical problems and deliver this truth to you, this absolute truth, the, the truth that God promised you. Why am I bogus? Am I? You know, it's, it's here. It's real. It's available. I'm saying tangible. This tangible, accessible, sensible, elegant and easy to understand is because I have been granted this realization i've been granted this inheritance by the lord because i it's not like i have this theoretical fortune okay it's a real wealth it it it's a real deal and and you you know um and ah i'm saying to you know, don't anymore but don't be so weak about this i mean it's it's always a worry when someone's telling you to believe in them, but I'm just saying I, I'm able to say that to you a little bit, not totally. I'm just saying, like, it's just enough for interesting, just enough that it will be enlightening that you should have faith in me just a bit because at least you'll be one of them. You know, like it's not like you're going to be dissatisfied that I was totally bogus or anything because i i mean you'll still be a philosopher you'll still be able to understand the elegant beautiful thing i'm explaining to you and i want you to try you see to make a little bit of a mission for yourself not give up on me not to to be so doubtful about everything because the world isn't saying to you oh he's so smart yeah 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 let's it's all about you know, this guy, that, da, 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 or whoever, I've got no backup. I just want you to not, not, not do that. Just listen, try to understand, and I'm backing myself, and I'm saying to you, you know, get, carry on forward and try to understand what I'm saying to you because I'm explaining the field, which is this interesting thing to understand and at, at, the, at the very least i'm saying to, to you that half this field is all the things you need to have faith in and a lot of the world is saying to you that the things that you 
which will be good to have uh, for you in this journey, you shouldn't believe in. Don't believe them, you know. And they're they're uh, the whole game is a sort of incremental loss of this faith um, into this sort of rational idea that we where we expect our our human knowledge to somehow be, you know as good as spiritual knowledge but as that slides us into the mess we make of it all all we end up with is is a disaster of suffering for human beings and, and what are we here to do to try and stop that because i mean think about the pain once you're dealing with huge topics big ideas and you're trying to move them around and change the way people can think of them because they're not going to access anything like what I'm trying to explain to them easily. They have to go through the same as as me. And I think it's not like that. It doesn't work that way with knowledge. It's not everyone has to go through the same drama to get the, the knowledge it's just that one of someone has to, and that, then that person can share it, and, and everyone gets a little bit of a free ride on that point. Yeah, I'm willing to do that. I mean, I'm I'm willing to do it, but I'm not going to do it with people. You know, like I don't. I'm not here to be insulted because I. It's not my ego so much as that the quality, the the knowledge itself, the what I know it to be, whereas the world is ready to treat it like it's not something that is of any value. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow that. So, you know, you won't, you, okay, I'll just, well, I just walk away at that point. That's, that's where I'm at with it. Okay. All right. Is this what you think? This is, this is, if you think you, you can understand what I'm talking about and it's not that important, then okay, you go your way because I don't want anything else to do with you. Like, I, I'm offended, see? I have to be offended because of the uh, the nature of, of what it is that I, you know, I'm, it's like I can bring diamonds and there's a nice glass. You know, it's not glass. And so I'll take my diamonds if you don't want them. But, I mean, I'm here to back up the things I say with actual... Like clarity. I'm finding a way for you to, with the mind, conceive of reality. And that's something you can't do now because there are obstacles for that. And I've got to overcome the obstacles. And this is how I do it with a geometry to balance these opposites against each other, to strategically find a means and then to give. A practical explanation, you know, a field of coordinates so that you know that every coordinate, you know, this is now for you. These are the directions. I'm just, I'm, there's no where I'm stopping. I'm not going, oh, the, this only applies to your mind. I'm saying this applies to the planet, that star there, that star there, that stuff there. Okay. There's God, you know, up there in that direction. Okay. So, it's just more transparent than you might believe. 
it's not just a philosopher here it's a scientific theory a philosophical truth and a theological revelation okay each in its own context and this is this is something that happens as we gain knowledge we, we're trying to find this stone that fits on top of this pyramid of knowledge we're building I'm, I'm, I'm granting that stone here I'm giving it because it, it's it has to be relevant to this science be relevant to this philosophical reality and be relevant to this ethical this theology and explain these religions to explain this field explain these cultures even why are we different what is this determining for what is this great machinery that we're we're tagging clocking into and clocking out of how is it why is it turning where is it going what is what which direction do we go where do we which you know how do we move this way or that way for our own freedom our own love our own satisfaction because there is a, a way to move and that is a it's a to love or away from love it's a, it's a to an ambition i'm not saying ambition any ambition this ambition is better than that ambition i'm just saying no ambition that's the and then there's love okay now love will be found in this life because this life is like each it's like layers of this onion what's inside the life you know and and we are the life is inside the 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 physical the the mind is inside the physical the soul is inside the mind the life is inside the soul the love is inside the life okay as we go out all we're going to find is the resistance of a field with infinite capacity to turn us back around because we can't we can't not be we can't not life okay but we can certainly suffer in that but suffering is that 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 is turning us around okay and uh and so why would we well you know so what we're doing is we are making movement we just think we're moving forwards and backwards in this world in this dimension but our movement is is, is one of our ambitions or our empathy our our close intimate attachment to to that like that dream that there is this perfectly beautiful ecstatic truth which we have and know and share and like so we have some blessing great great blessing to share well, you want that all right that is what we, I, I want to share with you so you can share it see because you're going to be liberating so many souls here if you understand these things you can go out and preach even to say oh look this is what i've understood because it's so different from what the world is granting you at the moment right because it's harder it's harder until you see everyone is is explaining 
within the pattern, and I'm, I'm explaining the pattern. Like it's pattern recognition. It's aha. Uh -huh. You can go aha. Uh -huh. Once you go aha, uh -huh, you can say I can see it now. Like I can see the the thing you can't see, even though you're, we're all looking at it. So once you can see it, so you can point it out like a simulacrum. Like, oh, you see the face? You see the rabbit in the cloud? Ah, oh, see? That's perception. And the world needs it because the world has so much knowledge that is uh, growing by which destruction is coming. So it's, it's a matter of using the spiritual knowledge to turn this... To, to turn these 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 enjoyers towards this renunciation, towards this yoga, because this is yogic knowledge, away from this rogi, this destruction before they fall into the pit. Okay, before they they create the suffering for the future generations. So we're talking billions of humans, billions of humans that might continue to exist for humans to continue to exist because this generation could end it for for thousands of generations of the future yet because we are stupid and we are doing a whole lot of things that are stupid we just don't we underestimate how stupid we are the, the future generations may well be you know like dependent on a few of us now here and, and since I have this great, like, wealth here, this is where it, it surely is going to be used. God did not arrange these things for no reason, you know. So what what reason? And this is it. This is how I understand the world, and I have to back my understanding because I'm seeing things that way. And I want you to understand them that way because – and I'm I'm expecting us to do something about it. Because even a small push now, a small like realization now, realizations always make big changes. I mean, at first there's just some crazy professor type guy like Einstein or something going, oh no no no, look this is gravity, space curved, and he goes out into it, and everyone goes, yeah yeah whatever, you know, thanks for the glass when he's really giving them diamonds. And I'm I'm the same here. I'm saying to you, here's the diamonds. But you just don't know whether they're glass or not. I'm saying, no, these are diamonds. Okay? You take them on board. Be a first adopter. Like, if this this is a new paradigm. Understand this paradigm and help me push. Because I want to push humanity towards this love idea, which, which, you know, we can do by pushing them away from this material uh, mode which we're coming into as as we reach our potential as a, as a species, right? And we all do this in old age anyway, so we turn away from the world. But you see, if we're full of knowledge, full of, oh, yeah, we've got all this potential, we're still growing this knowledge, we get so much of it, then we, we become the means of our own destruction. So we have to know the process. We have to explain the process to... The humans and it has to become a clear philosophical understanding that we use to to determine our destinies not a scientific theory okay it has to be 
a real a priori type of knowledge that allows this conception to come through and then various idealists various they might be environmentalists or utilitarians or just pure idealists or whomever push all to start turning away around finding their own bliss even such as that others are inspired and and giving great regard to those sadhus who whom deserve it to these places to this this holy land to you know to the understanding of the cultures of this earth such as that we can give respect and be led somehow away from destruction okay which which we don't want because it equals suf- suffering for so many of us not only in this life but in the future the generations of a life such as that if we were to go too far we we can't expect this um even this world to survive it okay that if we we keep pursuing these scientific knowledges without this ethical restraint this philosophical understanding we are doomed all right and this is sort of what's happening at the moment with some sort of attempt to moderate attempt to understand what the consequences are um you know everyone in the world is just saying the same thing as i'm saying it's just i'm saying oh look here's a here's perfectly clarified explanation of it such as you can hold it look at it in your hands oh make it you can see it you can conceive of it with that mind it just tells you what you won't be conceiving of around the outside that's the that's the field okay anyway Hare Krishna